Chapter One Its eyes saw everything. It saw every tiptoeing verger and every humble worshipper and every baby being offered to its god. Everyone was swept by the tiger-stone gaze of the great statue. And over them all, as delicate as an eggshell, the vast dome of the temple hung. The family in the doorway faltered, but there was no turning back. They made their way gently across the honey-coloured tiles, and the baby's new eyes gazed, fascinated, at the gilded veins that spun beneath the delicate lamps. The family stopped under the eyes of the great statue. The high priest, for it was he himself and not the apprentice, took a step forwards to the bowl of offering, and the million fragments of gold that covered his robe flashed dazzlingly before their eyes. He asked a gruff question and reached out a hand towards the child. But the child let out a cry, a shrill scream that pierced the sun-shafted gloom of the temple and bounced off every gilded leaf and chiselled bee until the air was thick with buzzing echoes. And the gold coin the baby had been clutching spun up and up, flashing and vanishing and flashing again, until it fell with a harsh clang and was lost to sight. One of the vergers let out a cry. An omen, she cried. The baby has refused to make its offering. It must be cursed. But the baby's sister, a bright girl of some six years of age, said, Look! And they all looked. And there, in the great hand of the statue of the god Aura, was lodged the gold coin. And there was much wonder amongst them all. The parents of the child felt even more certain the baby must be of particular intelligence and importance, though its brothers and sister were almost certain the whole thing was an accident, and so not fair. The baby's great-aunts were extremely offended by the whole affair. They stomped duly back to the party that was being held in the baby's honour, stuck their noses grudgingly into their sherry glasses, and muttered dark things about the baby causing trouble to everyone. But its mother was a modern, enlightened parent, who already had three beautifully behaved, intelligent children. She put the baby into a frilly basket, with a tape of a walrus's stomach rumblings to listen to. She'd done the same with the others, and they'd all turned out beautifully. "'He'll cause disaster and mayhem,' sniffed one of the great-aunts on her way to the bathroom. "'I can feel it in my bones.' But the baby's father, who was an architect, had just got an even better job, and so it was plain that this was a lucky child. And the city was so golden and peaceful.